0: Hello and welcome to episode 83 of Friends of the Show. I am Stephen W. Skinner and this is my podcast where I speak with some of the coolest people from the realm of the ninterlets. This week's friend was a household name in 27 and my house still is, hosting the wildly successful app sensation HQ Trivia. It was the talk of the town, broadcasting to millions, and then it all ended abruptly. And before all that, he met little old me at the Ossington in Toronto. I'm talking, of course, about Scott Rogowski. Well, we get into all of that and much, much more. Please note, I was feeling a little under the weather the next two episodes, so bear with me as I'm a little out of it. And uh, now, Friends of the Show, episode 83 with Scott Rugowski. Hmm, I wonder what. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. No, it's me. Oh, it was you. <laughs> I hear you now. I
1: didn't have the thing turned on, is that's the key. The, that's key to like tech, the key to life in 2021 is having things turned on.
0: That's a huge part of it.
1: What is this music you got going on here?
0: You never heard this music before.
1: Never heard this. What is this? Are we doing is this, this is this is this um we're not doing cameras.
0: No, no cameras.
1: Perfect. okay. Cut it. Turn this fucking camera off.
0: You don't recognize this music? That's good. They didn't, I recognize the
1: music. They didn't pump playing.
0: this into your studio? I'm playing with you, man. I know it. All right. I know it. He knows it, folks. And we've got him here, folks, tonight. Folks, we got him this week. Welcome to the pod at Scott Rogowski. Oh,
1: wow. Is this live? Are we like live somewhere?
0: No, is we're live? not live. That's just my just, intro voice.
1: You just have an intro that is it's as if I just joined a party.
0: That's that right, yeah, happening.: And then I this like is it. when I pump in the sound effects of the live audience losing their shit. Ah! <sighs> Scott ah! Scott Scott, Scott. I had to pay people to do a Scott chain, but it's worth it. Scott
1: Scott, you can a loop a loop myself chanting for myself. How's that?
0: Oh, that'd be good? Yeah, so double, you're double track it you're, you're a pro audiosman, I can tell, because you sound perfect right out of the gates, like so smooth and buttery Mm-hmm. It's like uh it's like a double ender, but it's just not. It's just straight up live. I can't
1: believe that's not my buttery voice.
0: Your buttery is. voice is buttering everyone's ear holes right now. And uh, frankly, I love it. I love when I just we just go and the levels are perfect, don't even have to tweak anything.
1: Dude, I had to up my game because now I'm a podcaster. See, I, w- I was waiting. This this appearance is what, three years in the making?
0: Yeah, I guess, yeah.
1: <laughs> Something like that. So uh, the- I kept putting it off. I said, no, Stephen, I'm going to do it, but let me be a podcast host first. And I understand, then yeah. I can be your guest. I was insecure. I couldn't just go on your podcast without being a host myself.
0: No, that would be ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> you're coming onto a podcast without having a podcast yourself? No.
1: Didn't the Trudeau and the Liberals run on this new platform where, I mean, I'm not, look, I'm not a Canadian politics expert, but I did hear a little something about um, their legislation that says you can't be a guest on someone's podcast until you're a podcast host yourself, and it's just part of this initiative to what, get every, uh, two podcasts in every home?
0: Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah,
1: 2035.
0: Yeah, liberals. Podcasts? He called a snap election, as you know. Recently, he got re- yes. they got reelected. Minority government, though. So, was it a mistake? Did it? Was it? Was it? Was, it, was there a point to call a, a snap election in the middle of a pandemic? Mm, questionable. So, but yeah, now we have all these podcasters. So, I mean, welcome to the crew. I, we should give your podcast uh, the plug right up top. Tell everyone to go and check it out. Yes, it's uh, called WTF with Scott Rogowski. Uh, pow! Pow! Boom! I, I believe I have
1: the rights to that title. Should be fine. And it's clear. We're good on it. No, it's called uh, Business Casual. Ooh, yeah. And it's presented by Morning Brew, this newsletter. I don't know if you get Morning
0: Brew up in Canada. No, probably not. But there's a geo block on it. I don't think. I,
1: I, I yep. Assume there's a fire. There's
0: a paywall.
1: A firewall. <laughs> the, fire. Yeah,
0: the, the great firewall of Buffalo that we can give fire, over. Fire,
1: fire, firewall, firewall. It was cool how Beavis and Butthead were like knew about that firewall. They, uh, they
0: were was... more ahead of their time than you know. Yeah. That Mike Judge, he wasn't pulling any punches. He's, I don't know if he's never done anything uh, bad, I think.
1: He <laughs> Has, hasn't done anything since then. I wonder when he's going to do his next thing. I uh, yeah, he's though. long
0: overdue. He's long overdue. Can't wait to see what he comes up with. But one thing's for sure, he's going to do all the voices. Fire,
1: firewall. Uh, yeah, that's my uh, that's my pitch. It's like check out this podcast if you like business and Beavis and ButtHead. We we'll- we tie Beavis into it somehow. Be- Beavis Casual should be the name of it.
0: Uh, crazy that you got the rights for that. But so what is the what is the conceit? You just talking business? You just looking at the S and P, checking out the Nasdaq?
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> not as. Uh, Day to day, minute by minute, you know, uh, finance like that. It's more like we take these stories, these topics, uh, interviews with, you know, business leaders. The tagline is we give you a front row seat to candid conversations with the biggest thinkers and deepest leaders. Uh, or something like that. Yeah, uh, that's I, a good I, tagline. Yeah, someone,
0: someone like definitely stuff. spent time on making a concise one-sentence pitch that you could throw on a 15-second ad before times the brief.
1: Yeah, it's like we, we, uh, we ask the questions you wish you could ask yourself.
0: Oh, yeah. With today's thought leaders and industry, leaders. And industry champions.
1: And talking mushrooms. Um, we're going to use some of the talking mushrooms that, that we found on your Twitter page. <laughs> uh, and mushroom nfts and bring that into the mix too you've been quite active you always have been an active twitter right
0: yeah yeah i have been doing an active twitter ever since i uh decided to do that instead of stand up
1: <laughs> is, that, is that what that happened? was the yeah, deal catch with myself up on your life catch up on steven w skinner well we're supposed so- to talk
0: about you well, we can go all the way back but uh we've actually met in, as humans in person it was very brief uh and it was uh, a de- over about a decade ago i think but in the dark, misty streets of Toronto. Mm. Um, I miss
1: those streets. How misty are they now?
0: They're incredibly misty. <laughs> Still
1: misty after all these years.
0: Still misty. Um, however, the place that we, uh, we met that fateful night and enjoyed comedy is no longer.
1: Really? Was that Ossington? It was the Ossington, oh.
0: and it did not survive, uh, unfortunately, <sighs> the pandemic. Another victim. Rest in peace. One of the greatest Gosh. venues for comedy that I've ever experienced.
1: Oh yeah, that was a really fun room and uh man, there were so many little fun little bars and back rooms in Toronto. It re- really reminded me of the Brooklyn downtown New York yeah. uh, alternative alt comedy. Have you heard of this alt comedy?
0: Yeah, it's the new it's that new anti-comedy. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: new non-comedy comedy that we all love. No, but there were so many great uh you know, I, I it's funny my friend tom mccaffrey comedian i don't know if you know tom mccaffrey this guy is truly one of the most underrated most hysterical dudes who's ever lived and he has an album on spotify i think a couple of them one of them i produced called Whoa. blue
0: diamond phillips oh that's, that's cool producer credit ah this is my first
1: producer credit so um you know that i'm i'm being unbiased here but it is uh it's truly a phenomenal record that we recorded back in 2008 at a bar in New york called pianos Okay. and it was back yeah 2005 2006 when i first got my introduction to the alt scene in new york all the rooms down there Rafifi and mo pitkins and all these little little spots and that's what you know that's honestly being up in toronto which was probably also about 10 years ago uh seeing all those little rooms like the osington what was it love what was the other one called lover boy no that's that's
0: drake comedy the, bar <laughs> uh,
1: comedy bar no but there was also some Maybe it was just the show called Love. But Nick Flanagan had a show. Oh yeah,
0: Nick Flanagan, at, friend of the show.
1: Flans. The Flans. Oh, Miss him and. But yeah, I can't remember all the names of the places, but I definitely bopped around into a bunch of different rooms, and and it had that same kind of that vibe that that I, I witnessed back in uh, New York, back in the day. Uh, but Tom's writing a book about this alternative comedy scene, which is why I bring it up. Okay. And, and he asked me to uh, write a little little blurb or something or some some. He's getting different people to write their own oh, reminiscences.
0: Oh, you're gonna blurb. So,
1: Uh, Yeah, I wrote a little my own my own little memoirs of that time because it really was a heady time to see the first New York sets of people like Kumail Nanjiani and Michael Che and Eric Andre and Mulaney and Kroll. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you know, there were there were also more established people coming in Marin and David Cross and Gene Garofalo and the the uh, the
0: uh, the the. The, the, the Sklar brothers. The, the scene the, was the hot.
1: <laughs> no, the, the boys who did the thing with the Stella. Oh, Stella! Stella. Yeah, three Stella guys, three men mm-hmm. in that yeah, one. Yeah, Michael Ian Black. God, like you know, Rafifi, Invite them up. Merman, Tisdale, cool. John Benjamin, John Glazer, Brett Gelman doing a thousand cats. I saw these things. Reggie Watts doing his loops. Wow. Before anybody knew who Reggie Watts was, it was, it was such a crazy time, and all these people have gone on to be quite wildly successful. Yeah, uh, I hope so, all of the yeah. comedy
0: nerds listening are just like, <laughs> 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 <I should> barfing <be laughs> in their pants. Can't believe right it. Yeah, and that is yeah, that's what I felt like uh, in the Toronto uh, comedy scene when I was popping around there like ten years ago. It's yeah, just like hot. You, you had, would go and you see had your own.
1: Yeah, you got your own. We scene
0: got all the there. guys. all the people still doing it are the people who I saw back then, and I love like Chris Locke Tom Henry, Sarah Hennessy, all of those people just killing it. Hardened. Eves. Hartnett, James Hartnett, Aaron Eves, Proud Ballazzo, Father. Balazzo,
1: who I still... Is, you know, and Nathan Fielder... Mike who kind of ...is the grand dame of that scene. Nathan now, right? Fielder,
0: out of nowhere, dark horsing it, out of uh, Humber Comedy School into the upper echelons of all-time comedy. Just Isn't that wild? It truly like, is wild. Like, insane. Great stuff. Love it. Check out every person that we've mentioned, Tom McCaffrey, yeah. through Nathan Fielder... Just give him a Google. Check out From all this stuff. Tom
1: McCaffrey to Tom Henry. From Tom McCaffrey to Tom Henry. And, Tim's in between.
0: and I should mention, bringing it all back to me and my podcast, we had Tom Henry on the pod, and that's where your name was dropped. Like a, beow, huge, beow, beow, beow. Like a huge, big crap in the middle of the interview. Um, I, uh, he was wearing a Ryan Leaf jersey, or I brought up the oh, Ryan God. Leaf jersey incident, uh, and that was fun. So. Uh, I hope
1: that that story is now now it's out there for the world to know that.
0: It is I try to
1: skirt (laughs) and circumvent international shipping and tax law to uh, get a Ryan Leaf jersey sent. This is one of the dumbest (laughs) things I've ever done.
0: It's a workaround. To
1: save $8. (laughs) Um, I can't believe I did that. I still don't have the jersey. (laughs) I hope Tom's taking care of it. I he's definitely getting good jersey. he's getting he's great getting value great <laughs> yeah, He's
0: getting great use out of it
1: <laughs> it's like yeah i'll be back in you'll be back in new York at some point i'll be back in toronto at some point he's like <laughs> we'll yeah just do an exchange it's perfect and then, and then pandemic and then i'm never seen that thing
0: no but <laughs> but tom, tom is it's my uh, gift to tom at this point yeah it's great and now you know we've got a story about it and it's been mentioned on the pod multiple times so that ryan ryan leaf jersey is a it's a, it's a story now Ryan, We're keeping Ryan Leaf alive. Ryan, Re- Ryan Leaf's memory alive through that jersey. So um, speaking of jerseys, speaking of sports, we got a baseball situation happening live as we speak. I'm, I'm loathe to refresh the information because uh, our beloved Toronto Blue Jays are in the, in the mix and they're, wait, they're waiting for a result in, of the game. Between That's right,
1: the, so what happens if the
0: Red Sox win? Red Sox win, the Jays are out. Out, so, the and Nats it was win. That's right.
1: Oh, God. Well, I, I do. I do You want me to be the bearer. Oh, of- uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. You can tell me. I just
1: thought we're breaking news here on the pod. Red Sox seven, Nationals five, final
0: in the ninth. Ah. In the ninth, it was tied in the ninth inning, and the Red Sox did Sox indeed plate two. two runs. So,
1: the white, the Blue Jays are out. Oh, no,
0: man. It's not it's not so bad that the 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 Red Sox are in. It's bad that the Yankees are in.
1: Yeah, Yankees in, Jays out, Rays in, Sox in. Now, the AL East, can we talk about how good? We don't have to talk about it. But this is an amazing division of mm. baseball. Yeah. Uh,
0: it, yeah. And, and,
1: and I really was pulling for your your Jays there. I'm a you know, I'm a Toronto file. <laughs> I'm a Toronto Blue Jay fan in a way because of all the Mets Blue Jays yes. connections there have been over the years. Look, mm-hmm. you gave
0: us Noah Syndergaard. Thank you very much. <laughs> Insane. Every um, time, every time they deal some of some of our like prospects, I'm like, this is not going to work out well for us.
1: Not going to end well.
0: <laughs> I think it did work out one. It worked out once. Uh, I think it was Darno. Travis Darno, he, he was like a super top prospect for us, and we dealt him before he made it up, and then he did not do. It, t- it, you know, it, it, it's so it, it, hard. It's so hard, Sky. You know this making it, it in ba- in baseball. You've talked to these guys. You're a I, you're you're like a sports guy in the in the I'm loop a, of sports. I'm a bit of a sports head. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, sports. Uh, I mean,
1: Darno's weird. Like he has like a lot of, like decent seasons and then like terrible seasons, and then I mean. Truly, with the Mets, because I'm a Mets fan. He was so freaking bad.
0: Yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking of. His Mets. With, with his the Mets. Mets, I mean, had, you know, he
1: had like 16 home runs one year. But that's okay like, for a catcher. Like, yeah, that was okay. But like, you know, and then then like last year, he turns on with the Braves. He hits like 321.
0: Oh yeah, you just got to get in like, the right situation.
1: I don't know what it is with him. I don't know, but not consistent. I guess you want consistency at the end of the day, and he's not one of those dudes. No, but. Um, uh, Josh oh. Tolley was one of my I love Josh Tolley. <laughs> Josh Tolley, yeah. You know? Good stuff. I'll take a I'll take a Josh Tolley over Travis Tarnow, even though he's also not that much of a hitter, but
0: not that much of a hitter. So um your team is the Metropolitans, all right? Yeah. New York Metropolitans of Baseball. So they also uh, they also did not make it in, right? They did not make it in. <laughs> all they, right. They were
1: projected to be so good this year. Everyone all my friends are so excited, all my Mets fans, like ninety wins. <laughs> you know, what are gonna do? Like they were honestly projected when ninety wow. wins you know, the new the new uh, owner, Steve Cohen, spent all his money. and Yeah, look at this. I'm, look, I'm going back in time now because this is what's great about the internet. You can't just make predictions now and, and, and not. Oh, know. yeah. <laughs> Here is Pacoda Pocota, which is some of the one of these Sabre metrics, which I don't even know what the fuck that means.
0: That's Moneyball.
1: Baseball Prospectus has released their Pocota projections for the 2021 season. This is back in February <laughs> after an extremely busy offseason, the Steve Cohen, the first offseason the Steve Cohen era. They have the Mets finishing atop the National League East with a 95-65 <laughs> and 65 record. Not just 90. <laughs> 95. Okay, that's baseball perspective. Like the number one most respected, trusted magazine in the baseball digital era for baseball fans. 95 wins. They finished with 75 wins. Way off. A
0: little bit Samsonite. off. Samsonite. Yeesh, That I
1: was way off. Yeah. Would uh, they have the Jays going? <laughs> that's a good point. I have done it. But I, I uh, said to myself back then, I said, no, yeah. that's not going to happen. <laughs> the Braves are in this division. The Braves, the Braves are always good. Yeah. And what happens? The Braves, of course, they do well again. I mean, the the Braves have Acuna and the, the Freeman and the pitching. Ozzie never, Albie's
0: I never, my my man. Ozzie
1: Albie's. So I, you're uh, a big baseball fan, huh?
0: I um actually won our uh, my fantasy baseball league uh, with the Boyos this year. Uh, huge huge win for me. Um. In, uh, in fantasy baseball, yeah. Ozzy wow. Albee's coming through. I had Acuna as my guy, and he obviously went down. He halfway went down. You know, right. went down. So right the Acuna, they, they still pulled out. Let's even see. Dakota
1: had the Blue Jays, AL East, uh, finishing fourth place with 90 wins.
0: Well, Dan, that's pretty freaking close.
1: That's pretty close, huh? New York with 91, Boston with 91. They, they called it. Actually, yeah. They actually got the – oh, no, wait. That's as of 10 – that's of today.
0: Oh yeah, you're just looking <laughs> at the actual. <laughs> I was I'll like, the they nailed it. <laughs> they nailed it to the to a T. <laughs> <laughs> they nailed
1: it. Okay, the prediction was for 85
0: wins. I mean, that's close. So, I give them yeah. that like a five game. Like anything can change yeah. in five games over, anyway, under like, over five the season. Games. Yeah.
1: I guess they use like AI and they run these projections and simulations. I don't know how they do this. I think I so
0: because in football, it's uh, there's a lady who does. Or like her Microsoft-powered projections where they run a, they run a simulation of the game a 1,000 times, and then uh, 90% of the time this happens or whatever, and so she's like, that's my prediction. I'm like, okay, Cynthia. Cynthia Freeland, we'll see how good your prediction is.
1: How do the octopus predict this year? How does, how's the octopus doing?
0: They should have the octopus as a regular contributor on the panel, I think. I've, I think the octopus just does Super Bowl, but they should do, the octopus should do hey. every game.
1: Octopus should predict AL wildcard. So.
0: <laughs> they should replace whatever the heck numbers you were looking at with Octopus. Yeah.
1: Or about this hamster that's predicting – that's like selling crypto. Have you seen? Have you heard about this hamster? What? You heard about this hamster, Steven?
0: How How have I not heard about this?
1: My father is ashamed that this hamster is outperforming me in the market. Oh He's, my he goodness. expects <laughs> me to be some kind of financial – now I'm hosting a business podcast and this freaking hamster – I got a hamster. You
0: got to get the hamster on the pod. I bought a
1: hamster. I bought a hamster for 20 bucks. <laughs> and I said, if you don't start buying Ethereum mm-hmm, and uh, Cardano.
0: Yeah, Polkadot. Uh, Polkadot. Yeah, you po- heard it exactly. here first, yeah. listeners. Polka buy dot. buy yourself you some Polkadot.
1: Polka? So you know what's cool? James Hartman and I were trading investment advice back uh, during the pandemic. We had a little, little DM going back. But I don't, oh, don't want to cool. call him out, but... But uh, he, we had some good we had some good moves, man. I don't nice. think it's illegal to share no. to share tips with friends.
0: Definitely not illegal, um, uh and definitely not uh bad to to lock in some profits with those winners. Great job. The
1: score, the score, uh, media company, media and Gaming. Oh, wow. This is a
0: Canadian company. Yeah, man. the score, yeah.
1: I did big I, James and I were hitting hitting big on the score.
0: That's great. You score. know, James is a media he's a media man. He's a, he's ear to the ground in the media, Canadian media world, right? Is that so? He was in a he was in a Bell a Bell commercial. <laughs> oh, is that what did it? Recently, I don't know. It was like recently James Hartnett. I'm like, oh, there's James Hartnett as a Bell technician.
1: <laughs> as a mental as a mental health provider, let's talk. Let's talk with James Hartnett.
0: Yeah, he probably yeah he probably gets free mental health from that.
1: How's Bell's Let's Talk campaign doing these days?
0: Uh you know it's up and down every year it's a different thing uh, because th- like th- obviously there's backlash <laughs> it's like what are you doing <laughs> like it's good to start the conversation but like you know you could probably do more
1: <laughs> we're now 10 years on with bell's let's talk campaign and is Canada more or less mentally ill than it was 10 years ago
0: oh dang know. it's more it's it's more but maybe that's just a, a symptom of you know certain neighbors to now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah? Is, is it, who, who, who's, you got your neighbors making a lot of noise down there, making a racket?
0: Over the last, well, I don't know, five or so years, let's say, there was a lot of racket coming from down there. And a lot of people up here were like, that sounds like good racket. And we're what like... About uh, all,
1: what about all, all of, I think there were some people who moved I- into your country from our, like, in the woods. I mean, uh, that's a little
0: extreme, but yeah. I mean, Do we,
1: I, do we bring our mental illness with us? Is that, is
0: it? Maybe. That was, it could have been... It could have been a part of that, but I don't want to blame you guys for our problems. We have seriously bad problems that we tend to not admit. But yeah, that's just uh, that's we're working on it. I guess we just uh, we made a holiday. We're starting to apologize <laughs> about our bad things. So let's talk about it. We're talking about it. We're talking about it. So we just had our first uh, Truth and Reconciliation Day after the horrendous year where we've, they've discovered all these mass genocidal graves of uh, these all the genocides committed against indigenous peoples by the Catholic Church and their residential school program, and uh, yeah, it's not good. It's <laughs> terrible. It's awful, and it's heartbreaking. And so now the government is being held to account in a way. But it's like uh, symbolic, and like they just gave a, it's a, a federal employees holiday only, and it's sort of like this is sort of like the first Bellus Talk Day where they're like, listen, we know we have to have the conversation, but it's like, are we doing the right thing? <laughs> Maybe not. Interesting. Interesting. So yeah,
1: I, I'm so, not the uh, the tourism you know board uh, stepping in and taking advantage of this yet, you know? No,
0: they have definitely Canada, not.
1: Canada, you know, come for the
0: come for the apologies. Come
1: for the- Come for the maple syrup, stay for the mass graves.
0: Mass graves. Oh. We haven't horrifying. seen that. No. Come
1: for the truth, stay for the reconciliation.
0: Yeah, I don't know how much I don't know how much reconciliation is happening is is the main I think conversation coming out of this one, but I think moving forward like now sort of it's it's out there. We're going to have to we're going to have to talk about it every year because it's a holiday. So at least there's that, right? So we can take the first step forward and
1: Whatever happens in the grounds of (laughs) a residential school stays in the grounds of a residential
0: school. Yeah, I'm looking at you, popes. Looking at you, popes.
1: (laughs) Unbelievable. I, I I need to dig into this story before I poke...
0: Oh, hope yeah, so. yeah. Dig into the story, have a good cry. and Dig into uh, the
1: ground and discover <laughs> and, mass graves.
0: Yeah, and ever we found a few mass graves, and they're like, oh, now this is a thing. We literally have to search for mass graves is around that, Is these... that
1: what they're doing? Is that yeah. now they're going to pay billions to yeah. indigenous children removed from their families as well?
0: I hope so. Billions. Uh, yeah, I hope so. So what were
1: they doing? They were just taking kids?
0: So, yeah, they at... took, the Catholic Church had these schools where they were like, you know, uh, s- so socializing i guess or you know like taking the indigenous people away from their family to like wipe them up uh wow. and it would be like the the church comes in with the rcmp and they like pull the children away from the family and bring them to these schools and sometimes God. they don't come back because they were killed or whatever just, just uh, abu- abused, abused and neglected and whatever disappeared so truly horrible hor- truly horrifying stuff um
1: and this is Canada, the most polite country in the world doing this. So what what, what does the rest of us have?
0: Canada. You believe it? I thought we were good. I thought we were like a cool, chill country. But how wrong I was. I was one of the, the blind majority. So
1: And now and now I'm hearing that Boris Johnson admits he has six children? Boris so Johnson has six children. So what's that about? I mean, that's nothing to do with Canada. Who are at all. these women? <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, goodness yeah, dude, I, I honestly this is my thing I've been staying off the news I've not been I don't have a tv with cable I don't really go on twitter anymore I don't uh I don't I don't watch the news or know what's going on or pay attention and I have to say I'm all the happier for oh that's
0: great ignorance something about is, that. something good it with me it's, Ignorance is, is fucking yeah, awesome it's <laughs> sick I love it. Yeah, so we don't need to talk about any more modern-day stuff. Oh, wait, global pandemic. Chris Rock, has COVID. Uh, Chris
1: Rock has COVID?
0: Is this breaking on the pod?
1: Breaking. Chris Rock, COVID.
0: Oh, my God. So, yeah, right um, as I mentioned, the elephant in the room, the global COVID-19 pandemic, currently year two. Um. So, how's it been going for you? I know...
1: Well, it's, I'm just, the news keeps breaking here, Stephen. now I'm seeing on the same website here, OJ Simpson is 73. Today! And this, <laughs> and this is the house he lives in today. Now I have to click in to find this house?
0: Now you gotta click, click through, now you gotta close the pop-up ad, you gotta allow, yes, I realize this website has cookies, I'll allow it.
1: Steven, did you know that Kate Middleton's recent outfit is causing a stir?
0: I mean, when do her outfits not cause a stir?
1: This is also breaking to me now. That all this news I'm missing out on.
0: I can't believe that your uh, your head in the sand has finally uh, come out, and now you're 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 being now, blown away. Now
1: I'm learning because you turned me on to all this. By the way, you told me I, I started looking up this horrible Canadian tragedy, with these mass graves, and I, I now I'm seeing this is all school. on CNN.com. By the way, this is on CNN.com. Oh, that's right your problem. This is the, I'm reading the mainstream media. Mainstream
0: media, yeah. It's all well, manipulated. It's all, it's all fake. So whenever you read a headline of a story, don't think, oh, wow, that story. Think, oh, wow, why, are they, why do they want me to think this about this story? That's you read You have what, to go beyond the
1: subtext it. here. But I, I mean, I'm seeing this headline here, Steve. This is blowing me away. One in 12 Mac users are unaware of this Mac trick.
0: Okay, click on that. that-
1: That's a headline that I I don't know if I want to click on it. It seems to be. I'm a Mac user and I need
0: to know the trick, is what it's saying. Okay, just click on it and forward me the link. Man saves
1: her baby, then Mama Elfin does this. Click
0: on it. How do people not just click all day?
1: Brad Pitt's son turns 18 and is his dad spitting image?
0: Click on it.
1: (laughs) Okay, now I'm going to click on this one Columbia seizes nearly 3,500 shark fins bound for Hong Kong. This one I'm clicking into, and wow, this is horrible.
0: The shark there fins. There are
1: nearly 3,500 shark fins, which were to be illegally trafficked to Hong Kong, confiscated in Bogota's airport.
0: Is that for the soup? I assume this is for the soup. It's for the soup. I mean, I'm not a big soup guy, so really hate to see uh, environmental destruction on a mass scale just for, like, warm broth.
1: This is insane, right? I mean, they're talking, like about, you're fatty talking about people broth. who just wants to just be warmed you know they say chicken soup is good for the soul but is shark's fin soup good for
0: oh it's bad for the soul
1: it's it, yeah but is it good for like you know uh i think it's eroticism probably there's... or some kind of you know sexual potency what are they doing oh thing?
0: yeah like that it's horn the... like the ground up Sh- horn sn- Shark fin soup is definitely bad for sharks it's definitely bad for sharks
1: we i would agree
0: on that i would not want shark's fin soup because i told you i'm not much of a soupsman
1: no, not a soupsman, huh?
0: Not even a mulligatoni? Not a mulligatoni. Chicken noodles as far as I'll go. And I'll, I'll load it up with crackers so it's more of a slurry. How about a chowder? Oh, definitely not.
1: <laughs> chowder. Just, what about
0: a chowder? A chowder. I would definitely do. Chowder.
1: Chowder. Oh. I know you're a big Simpsons fan, so I can throw that out there. But, uh, Thank
0: you. Now I have to get that cleared. Get that. Sorry. You can't. Uh, I have Tim. Law, I'll DM Tim Long about it. Get a get a lawyer friend. A lawyer friend of the pod. All right, friend I'm off, of off my bullets. I'm off from all of my bullet points. All right, sorry,
1: let's go to your bullet points. I've been completely hijacking this thing.
0: All right. Um, Toronto Visit, twenty twelve, we already covered that. Uh HQ trivia years. HQ trivia. Is that a thing? That it you was. it was it was a thing, right. It was a thing. It was quite big. It was a huge thing. It was uh it kind of took over the world or took over the USA in uh, swept the nation in 2017 and it actually swept
1: the country the, the, the I mean the the world really. it did sweep it really the was world internationally. It, it got into Canada it got into That's true yeah we, I was we we got into Australia and UK and I mean Israel wow you know, Those Israelis are always on on the cutting edge of
0: tech That's true so how so at the peak there was like millions of people crashing the app every time <laughs> there was millions Australia. of people trying to trying to play a trivia game that you're hosting. Yeah. And that that is nuts. So nuts. so ha- so you um you had known someone who like hooked you up with the this hosting gig and then all of a sudden just you're on Good Morning America <laughs> or whatever.
1: Dude, it was Good Morning America. It was Today Show. It was the I did the New Year's Rockin' Eves, <laughs> New Year's Rockin' ADC. Eve with Ryan Seacrest, Fox New Year's Show with Steve Harvey. I did multiple New Year's shows for multiple networks. Wow, uh, I was really on top of the world, and then it all came crashing down.
0: Man, it can be such a good movie.
1: It it, it actually is probably in the works.
0: Yeah, right now. for sure, definitely. It was it was too big and came crashing down too hard to not have someone. At least like write a book about it and then, but boom, you can adapt it or straight to screenplay if you have some infi- inside info. The, sh- the, wink. Mo- the, movie's,
1: the movie's called "Big, but not too big to fail."
0: <laughs> yes,
1: because it failed. In it front of the did because it failed.
0: Crashed uh, and burned spectacularly. Such a such a crazy um, uh, parabolic rise and straight down collapse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, similar to cryptocurrency, I guess. <laughs> but uh, there was no big bounce back and i you know when it came out and it was like oh like this is the future this is just like what we're all gonna be doing we're all gonna have like appointment tv on our phones or whatever like this is just gonna be the new thing like three times a day we're all gonna do whatever we want like i'll watch you know an episode of little rascals or whatever because it's live and i'll watch it on my phone like hq trivia and maybe it's like interactive or something but nope <laughs> that was not yeah. it's not how it pivoted
1: it isn't it funny because there were articles saying this herald this is heralding a new yeah you know paradigm and entertainment did and you cause and ki- you be-
0: Quibi Quibi? Quibby <laughs> Did you Quibi. Quibi. did you cause that because <laughs> that's a similar thing right like it was well, like people don't want to watch I,
1: I I would say no and no. I, I actually do want to take umbridge here because Quibi <laughs> quibby is uh what was not the same thing in the least quibby right. took Quibi, so I don't know if there was inspiration from HQ. I don't know, but Quibi was a very old man's idea of, well, my kid, the kids are on the phone. That's what I mean.
0: Really Do you think he just, phone. you think he saw HQ was like, how many million? Oh well, this is good. Just hey, make a thing where all our TVs go on the phone instead.
1: Yeah, let's put Netflix on the phone. So like, yeah. Wait a minute, no, it already no is. No one wants buddy. to watch like, these these shows that are meant for big screens on smaller screens. You have to make content. If you're going to make content on the phone, it has to be native to the phone, and it needs to be a reason for it. Yeah. Quibi was not live, and it was not interactive, and those are two essential elements to what made HQ Trivia
0: work. Essential. If
1: HQ Trivia was not live and not interactive, it wouldn't have been a thing.
0: Yeah. Why would I... I want to win a dollar.
1: Yeah. And if it was something where you can just join at any time, and there's no reason to be there, and there was nothing you can click to answer questions, then what the fuck are we talking about? So... Uh, that is a fatal flaw. That yeah, man, Quibi, you should have like, been in those Quibi meetings. I, they should have hit me up. No one did. I actually pitched Quibi, though. I got a meeting with their comedy team and pitched them some stuff, and I got to say, I was not impressed with the meeting.
0: Oh, yeah, should have been a red um, flag.
1: Been there. You know, I came with all these ideas. And they're like, yeah, we're doing something like that. Yeah, we're doing something like that. Yeah, we're doing, we, we're doing this, all right. I'm, doing, I'm like, okay, so it sounds like you guys have it all figured out. Um, what am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> you know? But they were very a little arrogant about yeah. it. And, mm-hmm. and, and I'm looking around thinking, like, I knew at the time, like, this is not going to work. You're all going to be out of jobs in three months. And sadly, that's
0: what happened. Fucking but, nailed, uh, it again, nailed it again, Rogowski.
1: Nailed it. I seem to know somewhat what I talk of and what I speak of uh, mm-hmm. and what I observe. And, and yet, very few people care to listen.
0: I'm listening Scott. You're it was it's kind of crazy because that whole thing like imploded, exploded like a nuclear bomb and you came out fresh as a daisy, maybe even better than anyone else. Like I was reading uh, some some there's articles about you and that sort of cover the whole thing, and it was like uh, beloved host of HQ Trivia Scott Ragowski, like just talking about you in such effusive terms. And then when they talk about anybody else, it's like this shithead just fucking really fucked it all up. I was like, okay, Scott really came out just so good out of this
1: you know I, I don't know why i sh- shouldn't have come out good i mean i no i know agree
0: yeah wrong, you didn't do anything you know? wrong no, in fact I mean, I, you I, are yeah. definitely a huge part of the whole thing's success right like no one's tuning in to not see you host it right like you're hosting no, it you're doing it you're doing I, it
1: i did what i could i'm a hero i deserve to be worshiped by all well um yeah. and i think i think i might start a cult i think that's the next step you know i'm i'm actually just got going back to the news that i've been missing out on my, I was hanging out with my cousin today. I had a great day today. Uh, I had a cousin's day with, okay. with cousins on both my father's side and my mother's side. First cousins all. And uh, we hung around and bounced around the city. I, I'm back in New York for a few days. But my cousin, Lily, was telling me about this cult, Love Has Won. Okay. Heard the news recently. Have you heard about this one?
0: Uh, is that the, the sex the cult? In
1: Colorado? No, not the Nixium one. Okay. This is something that – this is like her friend joined – her friend from law school like up and joined this cult. Last, you know, I guess last year. And then this woman died, Amy oh, Carlson. No, no, no. And then, like, they try to transport this mummified cult leader across state lines. This all happened, I guess, back in April, May of this past year of 2021. It's a bizarre story. Love has won. This Love is my other pick to click. Google won. this. There's, there's going to be documentaries about this one. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of weird people out there who, who fail spectacularly. And this is, this is another example of it.
0: You can tell a lot by the other searches. Like, for Scott Rogowski, a lot of uh, funny ones came up. Like, (laughs) what happened to HQ Trivia Host, or whatever. Um, uh, This one is Love Has Won YouTube, Love Has Won Dr. Phil, Love Has Won Mummy Photos, Love Has Won (laughs) Cult Leader. (laughs) Uh Mummy Photos. Mummy Photos? Who's searching the Mummy Photos?
1: That's what I want to... i got to see these Mummy Photos. Apparently, this woman died, and they kept her mummified body, like... For 21 no. days or something and, uh, and traveled across straight lines. I don't know. I, I, I didn't get a chance to fully dive in, but I love weird stories like this. And uh, I think HQ is basically another one of those weird stories now, part of pop culture. that just kind of like captures people's imaginations. Yeah. There was already a podcast about the rise and fall of HQ. There's going to be
0: oh, was there other things coming. Yeah, there's like an eight-parter that The Ringer put out. Oh, like a professional one, like this like is The reader. Yeah.
1: Unlike yours.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't have any no, no. stings. Where's the sting?
1: Stinger, ouch.
0: Got to put that, no. wait.
1: Oh, <laughs> look at that production. Yeah,
0: I remember listening to that music for minutes before you would come on.
1: It, it, it got to the point where there were people making covers of that song.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: And sending us covers, and uh, yeah, there's really talented people out there. Yeah, on it to be serious for just a brief moment. The coolest part about HQ, if this was on your bullet point, I don't know if you're going to ask this question, but Scott, what was the coolest part of HQ? What do you love? What do you miss the most? Yeah, it was uh, yeah, coolest moments. Cool K E W L E S T. (laughs) The coolest moment from HQ was just like meeting all these people. uh, I mean, you can get really get to meet them, but. Learning the fact, learning the, learning that the that people existed, who loved this thing so much, and the community of HQ that cropped up around it, and the people who made art and fan art and the songs and
0: the Halloween costumes, just
1: Halloween (laughs) costumes. I mean, that blew my mind. Like, oh my god, little kids. Because, dude, you know, you have to remember. Like, I was so inside this thing, I was this thing that I didn't. You know, it's, it's it's perspective and it's relativity. Like I, I didn't have that attachment to HQ because I was hosting it, so I couldn't enjoy it. Right? It's like the clown. It's Poliachi who doesn't get entertained by his own, you know, musings yeah. and his own uh, clowning. Um, not that I was depressed, but I was I was just so you know busy doing it that I I, I didn't have the I couldn't play it. Right? Like I couldn't yeah, be yeah. on the other side of it. So seeing uh uh, people play it outside and and getting pictures sent to me of like groups of 20 people playing it and uh again like all the fan art and the interactivity on twitter and and social media it was something that i never experienced and i'll be lucky to experience again because i don't know how many people get to experience that kind of thing uh with, with with such a mass appeal and the public uh adoration and and just uh yeah, I think oh, it was uh,
0: it was like Freddie Prinz before, who uh, did Carson, and then was like overnight a celebrity, and then you from HQ trivia, <laughs> like those, that. Uh, those that was the last time, and then you that was the new last time that someone like overnight became so so gigantically huge. Um, yeah. Obviously not not overnight, right? Like obviously
1: well, it was doing yeah, your thing in
0: the making, right? Doing but, your thing.
1: I was doing my thing in Toronto. I was cutting my teeth. That's up what there. I mean.
0: Like I, I knew you were uh, going to be Ribble. a guy. Yeah, I knew you were going to be a guy when I, I met you in Toronto. I'm like, I know who guys are going to be. Guys are. So this guy's cool. So um, I think you came with Jim Totsi maybe Totsy. Oh my
1: gosh, Totsi. Jim Tazi.
0: Uh Yeah, and I ended up um, connecting with his sister Karen on Twitter uh, uh, later on, and I was like kind of good pals with her she makes like puppets and stuff she yeah. deactivated her twitter like recently but uh, yeah that was like a weird weird coincidence connection just cool well, stuff the,
1: the real i can't have a conversation about toronto and toronto comedy without bringing up ddp because wow. David yeah. is, is the reason why this all got started for me he and, and it ties back to that alt comedy scene the really? invite them up show where i saw ddp perform back in like 2007 or 8 i want to say yeah and I was like, "Who the f is this hilarious dude?" <laughs> I mean, I was blown away by his, what his little act and uh, his little act, his, his little Cuny act, tiny act. No, it was so funny. And I, I went up there after the show, and I said, "I just, who the, who are you? Mm-hmm. I, where are you from? I want to <laughs> get to know you." We walked around the city that night, got some pizza, talked for hours, and became like good friends, and we and and stayed in touch over Facebook for years. And then I would be like. Yeah, I'm coming to Toronto. I want to like, uh, you know, I've never really been to Toronto as an adult, and I wanted to uh, go to the strip clubs, you know, and, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: and, and eat your the brass rail. I don't know who, how to get there, and go to uh, have, eat at Pizza Pizza and <laughs> and Pizzaiola and Boston hey, Pizza.
0: Hey, hey. You know, all that, all, all the that, pizzas, all that
1: great Toronto pizza. No, Tom Sharpling. If you listen to the best show, you know that. Toronto pizza is much maligned, and I would have to agree. I have not had great pizza there, but I have had good times there, and that's all that matters.
0: I mean, I agree. Uh, And for those people who don't know, we're talking about David Denine Porter at Dineen Porter on Twitter.
1: Shout him out! Yeah, shout out. him out! All Check out all Lebron people.
0: Dell's universe on YouTube. That's <laughs> that, right. That's the but that's the masterpiece.
1: LeBron and Steven, uh, I wouldn't know you though. I wouldn't be doing this podcast without DDP. So he's, wow. he's the guy, the linchpin here.
0: Huge shout out to him. I w- I had never I never seen him, never like met him. I never seen him like do comedy. Never met him, but just I know him from you know the circles. Uh, and I used to listen to his podcast that was very briefly out, um, and it was very fun. It was like a uh, Dungeons and Dragons style thing with four comedians who improvised it the whole time and is really fun that's
1: right that's right he's just so creative and inventive and these guys so many of these people up there you great you great white northern comedians just doing really eccentric innovative stuff that i never seen uh anywhere else and and it goes to nathan fielder and chris and
0: yeah and there's new ones there's new ones coming up i try i like i'm not in the scene anymore but i try to keep my eye around like through twitter and whatever and uh there's some new ones um who i've recently had on the pod uh ben Steger is a new one that kind of reminds me of ddp um he was recently on the podcast it's very funny he has the same kind of like really weird vibe and just super funny uh, at everything he does like super original unique voice um so and very shout
1: out the women. Kathleen, Chris's wife. Kathleen, Kathleen Phillips locked and Sarah and, and, and Sarah and, and,
0: and Steph Calliner. And, and Steph, Aaron's
1: wife. Now they're all married to each other.
0: They're all married. This is a tight knit community. <laughs> Doesn't get much more tight knit. It's tight. It's tight, like ben very Stager. cool. So,
1: yeah, you gotta you gotta tell me about the new the new people because I don't I mean that goes for New York too. I couldn't tell you who any of the new comics are in New York.
0: It's hard to keep uh, up, especially when we're locked down. Lockdown, baby. So what during, yeah, d- during lockdown, um, you t- you turned your show into a, a Zoom show, right?
1: I did. I tried it. You know, it was it was. I, I like to think I was pretty early on that tip.
0: You know, yeah, I mean?
1: March twenty fourth. I think we did our first our first uh, yeah. show from my apartment. That's like week and, three uh, or something. Yeah, you know, I was like, look, I was doing because I've had years of you know talk show production experience hosting my own talk shows running late with scott ragowski and all that stuff and uh i have this great group of guys and girls in new york who you know are sort of my writers and help uh, just funny people that we kind of get together when i was doing the shows and we'd sit around someone's apartment get some pizza and uh just jam on some ideas and try to be funny with each other and make each other laugh and come up with bits for the show so
0: well, ragowski uh, writer's room
1: little Rogowski writer's room and, uh, with Alex Brazil, my producer, and, and, and we do it out of his apartment usually. And, um, you know, we, we decided like, boy, that was, those are weird times. And, and it, we got over the first few weeks of like, okay, the world might end and then, okay, the world's not quite ending yet. And we may just be sort of stuck in this thing for a bit. So that's when it sort of started to get boring yeah, and less yeah. scary. And it's like, what are we going to do now? Let's, you know, let's do something. So we had these little virtual writer's rooms and we Throw ideas back and forth. And, and, and I, I said, let's do a talk show. Um, let's do it. Isolate Night. That was...
0: Isolate Night.
1: That's what I loved. Coming up with the name. The I know you love your puns. You were the most puntastic <laughs> dude in the universe. Probably. But you
0: did it. You came up with it. Isolate Night. Nailed it. Great job on the name.
1: Yeah. And I did. I, I'm with you. I fucking love these puns. And, like, most people don't. And, you know, what are we supposed to do as pun lovers? Because... <laughs> They say it's the cheapest form of comedy, and I I disagree. I I think it takes a a, a pretty sharp brain to come up with. I hate being half bicycle, half motorcycle. He <laughs> moped, <laughs> moped Thank you. I mean, and look, the world agrees. Twelve thousand retweets, Stephen.
0: Takes takes something. Takes some kind of weird weird brain.
1: Yeah, it is a weird brain, and uh, it's it's the kind of brain that maybe doesn't you know lead to long lasting relationships with. <laughs> members of the opposite sex or even of the same sex. Yeah. I don't have a lot of friends, I don't think. Reg- actual friends. Yeah. Sure. I think we turn people away with our bizarre brains.
0: Could do, yeah, definitely sometimes. People
1: get freaked out. You know, uh, you know, my favorite baseball player was arrested for putting a hit out.
0: <laughs> oh no, I, I can mean... tell he's scrolling. I knew when you you when you dropped the moped flawlessly that you were on the on the bio page, but I could tell that you're scrolling now. Um, I appreciate yeah. that. But I still I, have I, more I, bullet points, Scott. I need to keep okay. this yes, comedy sorry. trainer running. Okay. Stop with the scroll. Hashtag
1: stop the scroll.
0: Stop the scroll. Okay, there's there's a few more bullet points that we need to discuss. Cause you have actually done other stuff other than uh your very cool late, late night show, which you turned into ISO late night. Your HQ trivia years, obviously, your comedy years, your baseball hosting years. But I'm talking about Fake Book Covers on the Subway, your YouTube video content that has gone viral with its uh, very hilarious premise and execution. Rock solid. Mm, Tell us about Fake Book Covers.
1: Fake Book Covers was inspired by the Talmud and the teachings of Rabbi (laughs) Hillel. Uh, No, it uh, it was just a silly idea I had um to uh you know i was riding the subway as i did today for the first time in a long time oh wow actually. uh yeah yeah pandemic subway now and then your quick tangent new york city subways the metro is being phased out the metro which was revolutionary when it came out like 25 years ago now you can use your apple pay and yeah. just tap the thing and boom you paid for your app your, your just MetroCard. use your watch I couldn't believe it.
0: yeah you use
1: your watch. yeah i don't have one of those watches well, yeah, but just use your phone I use my, Use the phone, and I'm on the subway. Couldn't believe it. Pretty wild. This is the future's here, folks.
0: Although I did see a picture of the the current cards, and it has like a Wu Tang tape on it. Is that like,
1: just, well, now they're charging you like a dollar f- for the card itself.
0: Oh, I get it. They got to recall So
1: yeah, and now and now that's smart. They're probably gonna make collectible versions of these cards. Yeah,
0: that's smart. Collect them all.
1: St- Collect them all. Stop
0: one from each stop. <laughs>
1: One from each member of the Wu-Tang Clan. I want the Yu God and the Master Killer.
0: Those are the rare ones. I like the RZA. Uh a deck. Not as much the Jizza. Not as much the Jizza. More the RZA. RZA is like legit. Like he went on to do oh, scores dude. and like I've listened to stuff and been like, wow, this is really good. The RZA? Okay. You're legit yeah. the RZA. I am a fan now. My favorite member is SZA.
1: Okay. Okay. Isn't she? Isn't she? Wasn't she, she the first female Wu Tang'er? Probably.
0: I don't know. Not. Obs- no, I'm so not up to date on the lineup.
1: No, but you're. You're. Uh, so you're a hip hop head too. It sounds like you like the Riz and the Jizz. <laughs> you can come up with a pun around Jizza, can't you, Steven? Uh, jizza. What I'll comes take that back to the lab.
0: Jizza. 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 Hmm. Anything? Is that striking the Jizza Strip. There? Am I pronouncing it wrong? The Jizza Strip. <laughs> That's good. That's good. We did it. Okay, so um, you are also selling vintage T-shirts and stuff. How long have you been doing that? I am a, a thrift store guy, too. I'm a Value Village freak. haven't been doing it during the pandemic, oh. but tell us how you got into that, and how does that how's that going, and what's, that, that, Village. what's that all about? I didn't
1: even really fill, tell you the whole book cover thing, but I guess... Uh, oh, jeez, I'm freaking out of it. No, I'm it's, flying. It's, I'm trying. I know. I guess there's a time limit here, but look, quickly on the book covers, I made these video. I, I was inspired by looking around the subways and saying... Boy, you know, people really notice. I at least notice what people are reading on the subway. Um, and uh, what if I made funny books so that people would stare at me reading them? And that's what I did. And they have silly titles, mischievous titles, raunchy titles, little Braunchy. gay
0: titles. There cool was one stuff. that's funny like stuff, um, definitely stuff. not porn. There's so many. I'm, what are your favorite? What is some of your favorites?
1: Definitely not porn. That's funny. Yeah, I forgot about that one. I've done a lot. Of them. I, um, boy, my favorites were, uh, um, I mean, oh, you know what? DDP actually contributed a couple titles. And w- I, w- one of his gets a lot of, like, people love that when it becomes a meme. It's Hiding Your Erection from God by Deepak Chopra. <laughs> it's, just, it's just one of those DDP things. Like, what? <laughs> Hiding Your Erection from God. Like, <laughs> <it's> just <laughs> the Deepak Chopra. And so what really made these things work is that there's, oh, my God, now I'm seeing someone that has made this on Redbubble and,
0: like, Oh, you can, this idea? you can order them. I or, I have seen Google other this. people doing it who aren't you, and I was like, oh, I guess it's it's just like uh, it's out in the universe now. Anyone you can't can believe just someone's do
1: selling it. this for eleven dollars and ripping off my IP, which is actually DDP's IP. I'm gonna have to send a C, <laughs> DDP's a IP in the industry. But no, it's about the title, and then it's like the book cover itself. you have yeah. to match it up with like you know some. Found some inspirational cover. Yeah, and there's like and uh,
0: blurbs that you'd be able to read, like big font <laughs> blurbs. <laughs>
1: blurbs, you know, New York Times best-selling author. You make it look legit. There was also Gay Garfield.
0: Uh, one that simple. I one that I picked up was Gone Girl to Even Goner. Even Goner.
1: Yeah, I think that was a Dan Wilbur. I did have some people contribute some headlines. Dan Wilbur's a very and then you had me, like right?
0: a, a team mock it up. <laughs> Where was that? You well, the
1: mocking up was initially my roommate at the time, Russ, because he's like a graphic designer. He did some. He helped doing the, with the initial mocks, and then I got the hang of it. I I uh, downloaded a a Photoshop knockoff called Pixelmator.
0: Okay, And I
1: started doing my own not I did my own little uh, photoshops, which I became graphic, sort of taught graphic myself. designer credit. Yeah, I, I get some designer credit and I, I'm actually pretty proud of the fact that I learned like Final Cut on my, you know, on my own and this kind of thing. I just, you pick things up and necessi- this at necessity. I'm the kind of type of person that I'm very scared to try new things. And it's like, oh, I don't know how to edit. I don't know how to do this. But then you watch someone do it. Maybe they show you a thing or two. Yeah. You do a YouTube tutorial. And it's like, huh, you actually can teach yourself these things. But yeah, you I, do I, I, it a little I, I bit every give- day. A little bit, but I give credit to, you know, Dan Wilber did some and Russ Weiner did some, but then, you know, Tinder training your toddler. I think I threw <laughs> yeah. <heard> that together. <laughs> um, a thousand places to see before you're executed by ISIS. Oh, relevant. ISIS? Yeah. That was very relevant back then. ISIS. This is like 2016 That's we're going extent. back to. So I did three of these videos and they all got like tens of millions of views. Millions of
0: views, Scott. You really did it. You created that That. Oh, the de- – we're all ch- – the vi- viral content. Viral content. You know what
1: actually was my favorite? I'll tell you, yes, my favorite one. And this one did not make – I don't think this made the cut of the final video. I think I cut it out because it was too obscure perhaps or it was running long. But it's – you're familiar with the book Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg?
0: Lean In. Mm.
1: This was a big book. Sheryl Sandberg, COO of Facebook, big best-selling book. It has a very distinct – uh, you know, title, uh, cover, book cover, um, and the font and everything. So, and I have to use the match. When you do the parody ones, you got to really match them. Mm-hmm. So Lean In became Lean Back by Fat <laughs> Joe. Yeah. And the subtitle is Refusing to Dance, Pulling Up Pants, and the Will to Do the Rockaway. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Joe with Cheryl Sandberg. That's awesome.
0: Oh, Fat Joe with.
1: Yeah, with in smaller <laughs> like, fi- in smaller. It goes written
0: fish. by, yeah, that's awesome. Yes.
1: And, and and it looks exactly like her book, so I love that one. And Man. I hope Fat Joe loves it too if he ever sees it.
0: I hope Fat Joe did see it and get a get a sensible chuckle.
1: Also, I'm looking at this picture of myself back then. I loved the way my hair looked back then. I got to get that
0: hair right. In. Yeah, it was it was quaffed.
1: Yeah, damn it, was, it, I don't look as good today as I did then.
0: I, that sucks.
1: Well, and then the vintage stuff. Okay, quickly. Yeah. I know you've got a time thing, but here I want to answer all your questions. I'm a man who—this has been three years in the making, Stephen. I want to make it worth <laughs> your
0: while and the listeners'
1: while. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. I have collected thousands of vintage T-shirts over my lifetime. I actually got probably about 50 or 60 of them in Canada at Value Villages.
0: Hell I drove yeah. across the
1: country of Canada. I did, I did a Montreal to Calgary
0: A trip. Montreal to Calgary? Yes. Wow
1: in many a Salvation Army, especially what, there was one in Fort McMurray.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, you went to Fort, Ma- Fort Mac?
1: Fort Mac. Uh, that I, I definitely have a distinct memory of a Salvation Army in Fort Mac. And I, bought a, I also found a 1988 Calgary Olympics soda cans, Coca-Cola Ooh. cans. They had special commemorative cans for the Calgary Olympics and 88 Winter Olympics. Mm-hmm. And they were fashioned. Someone had fashioned these soda cans into a propeller plane sculpture.
0: Oh, Cool.
1: So I, ha- I bought that for a couple bucks, and that still is with me to this that's, day. That's
0: that's a cool like one of a kind art. Yeah, folk art,
1: Canadian folk art.
0: Really cool. Yeah, that Calgary stuff is still f- uh, f- um, around. Valley Village. There was uh, Esso the gas station had these glasses <laughs> uh, they're like gold rim like glasses there was four different styles you gotta collect them all and those uh, up here at Valley Village is every now and again you're like oh yeah the Calgary one the Calgary glasses mm, Calgary glasses love, love Calgary
1: the stampede love medicine hat moose jaw
0: I've Sh- been around man yeah shout out to our Calgary friends of the show Amanda Brooke Perrin mm. Jeff De Silva old man Will Weldon great calgary lethbridge
1: any lethbridge listeners uh
0: no we're an anti-alberta podcast
1: the the sands the tar sands aren't not a fan of the sands
0: not a fan of the sands not a fan of their whole uh they want to (laughs) wegs it. Is that true yeah it's alberta people who want to dissolve or whatever they think that their oil money can propel them out or whatever like this like the crazies in the middle of the country
1: god i love this i love hearing about these 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 inner inner you know tr- uh, intramural canadian political <laughs> yeah. conversations because there's uh i did not know that there's a lethbridge con- like a like a breakaway contingent much like quebec's yeah exactly uh,
0: exactly like the uh the bloc quebecois wow and these are just it's all separatism. just
1: redneck idiots yeah. out there yeah just a bunch <laughs> of cowboys
0: yeah oil rig cowboy dummies who are like anti-vaxxers guys
1: like it that. is amazing that like there's you know you we're talking I and mean, then this is this is my perspective when i came to alberta for the first time and i rolled into calgary and you've got your stampede and you've got these people wearing cowboy hats and you've got the cowboy boots and the whole cowboy rodeo aesthetic going on i'm like wait a minute we're in canada
0: <laughs> right yeah we're
1: like very we're far at,
0: north we're way we're above very, cowboy level
1: very far from dallas in Texas and all that, and I'm like, this is—I mean—they're basically the Dallas or Houston of of Canada, but I, I guess it's the oil thing. Yeah, it was very strange. I—I I, I try to wrap my head around. It's it. all I guess of it. It's like a belt that roll that runs through the middle of North America, and it doesn't matter what country you're in, where the the state lines are delineated or the or the national lines. It's the fact that if you're in this oil belt, this oil corridor, you're gonna act like a jackass, <laughs> no matter who you are or where you're from.
0: Yeah, it's kind of just the thing about it, you know. And uh, I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad. Oh, if there's any Alberta listeners, you know, I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking,
1: All the respect, all the respect. All the respect
0: the, the, to our Alberta listeners, uh, specifically the, the Calgarians, uh, the, you know, uh, those kind of peoples. Uh, I'm talking about the jerks. I'm only talking yeah. about the jerks out there, mainly out in, in the leadership of the government of that right. province.
1: Most people in Coalhurst or Diamond City are doing just fine. <laughs> all right, Stern. by me picture Butte do you know these small towns in alberta how no. well known are these towns by someone like yourself in toronto like would someone in toronto know that there's a place called pincher creek in alberta
0: no, no? especially not from toronto what
1: maybe if it's
0: someone from like wellington and they have family in alberta they might know
1: have you heard of drum heller
0: yeah actually yeah there's like hockey it's like uh if the if the if minor the ta- if the minor team. league hockey <laughs> If the minor league hockey team is big enough, we will have heard of it. you know uh, what?
1: There's the world's largest dinosaur there. I've I've been to Drumheller. They have these crazy, it's like a big dinosaur territory with uh, archaeological sites. Yes. And and the hoodoos. Do you know about the hoodoos out there? The hoodoos? Hoodoo, the voodoo, the you-do. They're great. These these geological formations that are very unique to this part of the the country. And you've got them there in Drumheller. So good on you.
0: Man, real good stuff coming out of Drumheller. Uh, Geo graphically was it uh geographically speaking geographically speaking oh scott i'm looking down at the old bullet points the old clock the old timer only bullet points is we're running out here we're okay. uh it looks like we're running low we're running up to the end of the time limit of the podcast and um you talked to mo Rocka. mo
1: Rocca. that Truth. was a bullet point that was true that's true
0: that's, yeah, that's very really, cool. Um, when I'm I was growing up, that. in yeah. like whatever 2000, the year 2000, whenever Mo Rocca was on The Daily Show, <laughs> he was he was my man. <laughs> like, oh, man. if if if, if it was a Mo Rocca bit, I was I was happy that night. You know, Mo was my man too. I love Mo.
1: I I I, I really appreciate the fact that he's done my live show. So and cool. He hopped on the Isolate Night Show remotely,
0: and yeah, that's scary. what I saw. That's what I saw. I saw. He's very
1: kind. I feel like I might have offended him by. I made a joke about how they're doing, a, you know, wait, wait, don't tell me yeah. uh, without they were doing without audience members of the <laughs> theaters, you know, because the you know, COVID. And, sure. and I was like, yeah, I started listening. I almost I, I couldn't tell the difference. Uh, No, like, uh, you know, you're doing the show. Nobody's laughing. And it was hard to tell the difference. <laughs> oh, um, little nah, I mean, polite ribbing. A, it was a fun little little joke. Obviously, he's very funny. And yeah. So I do, I do so listen
0: fun. to that show. Yeah, that's very cool. All right. And so what are you doing now, Scott? Well, let's bring it up to present day. What are you promoting now? We got your podcast or your business rubbing elbows with the business elite and the thinkers. What is it? The thought leaders of the day?
1: Uh, the biggest thinkers and deepest lakes <laughs> in North America. We're talking Lake Manitoba. We're talking to the CEO of Lake Manitoba in our next episode. Um, I don't know. I don't... I, I'm trying to figure out the show, it's a work in progress, but we talk to, we talk to business folks, we learn about business things, we, we figure out how business shapes our lives, because really business shapes every aspect of our life, if you think mm-hmm. about it, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Even this podcast, you can mm-hmm. say, what does this have to do with business? Well, guess what, you're, on, you're using what, Anchor?
0: Um, I am on Blueberry.
1: Blueberry, so that's a thing that, that you may, might pay for? Yeah, I pay, I pay money. So you see, you pay money and you hope to make money back somehow.
0: No, no it's, it's a loss leader. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, it's this a is lot. a loss leader for the Twitter account, which has not grown in two or three years.
1: <laughs> the, the, the Twitter account, which Twitter is dead. We can all agree. We can agree, Twitter's dead. Um,
0: I've uh, I've switched over to other things, so
1: Parlor. You're on Parlor now?
0: <laughs> I'm not on Parlor. In fact, uh, yeah, no, I'm moving to decentralized applications on Web3.
1: Whoa. Yeah. D De- D De-
0: yeah, de
1: defi- decentralized social. It's the new. Well, it's gonna be
0: the new thing. Yeah, so, I'm
1: moving to Falcon Beach, Manitoba, or maybe <laughs> that actually old... sounds pretty cool.
0: That it would does, be a fun right? show starring you, where you're like fish out of water, big New York City guy dropped into Falcon Beach, and you have to solve the mystery of your missing uh, friend.
1: I um here's what you guys. What I'm up to right now, right now I am <laughs> perusing ma- Google Maps of Canada. And I'm finding a town called Reddit. Oh, you internet heads like you like Reddit? You go to Reddit? Well, there's a town of Reddit in Ontario, Western Ontario in the Lake region. It's true. Dude, <laughs> this, Google Maps is my favorite w- website application, and I love scrolling through Canada here.
0: It's I'm good. Seeing- Google Maps kind of blew, blew my mind when it came out, or Google Earth, it, yeah. where you feel like, oh, so I can I- like, look at every, any spot on Earth? And it's crazy. Yeah. Like People have like discovered stuff on it. Like, uh, just the satellites have taken the pictures and then it's uploaded, and people have gone, like, inch by inch over every picture and, like, found hidden cities and stuff, like, undiscovered plane wrecks and all this stuff. Yeah. It's like,
1: what? It's, they're, they're modern day, you know, Magellans over here.
0: They're screen-based Magellans.
1: Screen cooks, Captain Cooks over here. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun, man. It's fun to be I, I, an explorer, a modern day explorer. I mean, I've always been a map head myself. I love the I love a good atlas. Okay. And uh, I, I truly love the fact that I can scroll around now and say, I, I've been to Portage La Prairie. You know, I, I, I did the Trans-Canadian Highway. So I've, I've done a lot. And these towns are actually coming back to me now. I'm getting a lot of a nostalgia. I feel like you Portage should
0: scroll through here. Google Maps more often of places that you've been. <laughs> I should, man. Thunder
1: Bay. You ever been to Thunder Bay? Oh, yeah. Ontario? Thunder oh, Bay,
0: have. for sure. Yeah. We've been to Thunder Bay.
1: Nipigon. You been to Nipigon? I've been there.
0: Is it near Nipissing?
1: It might be. <laughs> nip, a, nip a canoe in Taylor 2.
0: Definitely I'm heard Tyler of it.
1: Too. I had a nip slip in Nipigon.
0: That is a Janet Jackson reference.
1: I slipped on the ice there. And if you slip
0: on the ice in Nipigon, it's called a nip slip. It and is that technically. could be your next tweet. Could be a nip slip. <laughs> and I guess we're going ra- <laughs> to we'll wrap it up on that. Wrap it up oh, on that. Oh, wait, our, no. Uh, there was now. another bullet point. Yes. But I should have moved this bullet point up <laughs> to. Around HQ Trivia uh, bullet points, okay. Because you read a bunch of my tweets as sign-offs on the HQ Trivia uh, program when it was very popular. There was millions of people uh, watching at the time. Yes, and that was really fun. I have like videos, like I've <laughs> my wife has videos of like my phone. <laughs> you are watching. Uh, I think we got three of the five uh, on video of uh, you um quoting my tweets and then yeah you gave me the shout out on the the friday it was really cool yeah, so i just want to thank you I... for that because that was a neat that was a neat thing in my uh twitter uh history you know did and it I help little...
1: did you see a bump
0: i think no i i mean I, <laughs> I i think like a couple people tweeted something about it the hq or like they the, yeah they like replied on the after the friday one they're like nice nice they're, like that was good i was like okay that was good. Yeah, I got like two two likes or something uh, in a, a, awesome, a an at reply. So very well, nice.
1: If, if I can help you get one re- like or two, or at least one retweet. If I can get one person to retweet Steven Skinner, then I feel like my job has been done,
0: and, and we're even. Uh, I can <laughs> die we're happy.
1: Even, yeah. We're even. Yeah.
0: Well, that was great, and um, yeah, I really appreciate it. And it let me see what 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 ones you thought were funny. <laughs>
1: Dude, I love your tweets. You're hysterical, and I'm surprised to hear you have a wife. That's breaking news to me.
0: And because a baby. You, you <laughs> just debunked
1: my theory about being like, um, socially uh, inept uh, or or an, incapable of pun pun lovers being incapable of finding love, and it sounds like you found it. So that gives me hope.
0: Yeah, I did. Uh, I I did I did well on that one, but um, still working on uh, still working on the Twitter. We'll We'll see you on the Web3 on decentralized social and uh i guess enjoy uh hanging around new york city and uh you're still doing that card show
1: i'm doing a card show network yeah let's shout this out
0: yeah network, network. no vowels so on N-T-W-R-K. so
1: wrk yeah that's probably i'm that
0: your host skit i guess sometimes why would why why would still be there right
1: there be i guess why is sometimes a vowel just take out
0: those o's
1: Take out the O's, skut rugusk, skut and it's it's Tuesdays and Thursdays on the network app, NTWRK, and uh, yeah, I'm telling you this right now. If you like sports cards, if you like sports, and you sounds like you do.
0: I'm more of a Pokemon guy.
1: <laughs> oh really? You poke around yeah. with the Pokemon. Huh? Well, this is
0: like uh, I I bought I we bought some uh, me and my buddy Matt bought some in uh, in 2001 or whatever, like in 2000 when it came out. So we have like a, a binder with some Pokemons. So then during this recent resurgence, I bought a couple boxes and I just like have them. But I just Ooh. think that was funny to mention. But yeah, so you host a show of collectibles, sports cards. What's the what's the highest value item that you've come across? You know, Michael Jordan rookie? Uh, I, uh, well,
1: so yeah, we, we, bought, we I have the cards. I open the packs up live. You can buy the packs and we cool. open them for you and we see what we get. And so we pulled in our very first show, which we're going to reprise because it was so fun. On October 14th, we're reprising it, but it was the first show on September 9th. It was a Tom Brady rookie card chase. In the second pack of the box, we hit a $1,500 Tom Brady rookie card.
0: woo Yep. Yup. What'd you do in the rest of the episode? Just look at it. <laughs>
1: we just marveled at that thing and
0: just, well, maybe uh, we'll we get was- another one. Maybe we'll get a yeah. double.
1: Maybe you have to tell people maybe you get another one because otherwise they won't buy it. They, yeah, no, but you actually could. You never know. You actually could. That's
0: the fun Who thing. Knows? So you get to do the fun part of the unboxing and the excitement of discovering it, but someone else owns the card. They've already pre-purchased that pack or Correct. whatever.
1: I don't keep the card. You yeah, buy yeah. the pack, it's yours. We send it to you. Yeah.
0: That's fun. I my buddy does that too. He like uh break gets those breaks or whatever the What's it called? Case break breaks. or something?
1: Yeah, live break, box breaks, case breaks.
0: Pretty cool, pretty neat. Do you uh, wear glo- Do you wear like the little gloves and stuff? You get all so fancy with did, it? So I did.
1: I did wear gloves for the first episode, and they were unwieldy. Okay, yeah. They
0: came off <laughs> pretty quickly. Kept ripping all the cards.
1: It was hard to uh, open the. Yeah, it was yeah. hard to okay. use the-, the gloves. Just but wash your
0: hands, hands before.
1: I washed them thrice. Yeah,
0: there you go. All right, so everyone, check out yeah. Wild Cards on Network. That's right.
1: And I'll tell you. Something. I'll tell you something else, Steven. I'll sign off here and I'll say. You know, I lost my wife's audiobook, and I'll never hear the end of it.
0: Well, Scott, one. thank yeah, you so much. One. If you don't know that tweet, <laughs> like it now. Scott Rogowski bringing back old friends of the show, reading tweets on the pod. <laughs> we eliminated yes. that for a reason. <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> that used to be a, a regular thing. Like uh, this week, that my favorite three Scott Rogowski tweets are, <laughs> and I will oh, read oh, them. Boy. So, uh, yeah, we don't do that. But I appreciate uh, all your uh, support over uh, from the tweets and the Twitter of uh, over all the years. Congratulations on all your success and here's to way more in the future. And hopefully our Thanks, Blue Jays and Mets can uh, meet up in the postseason one day.
1: Here's hoping. That'll be fun. Am well, I supposed to record this, by the way? Because I didn't.
0: No, you did, You do not have to. I record it on my end as the okay. job, as the producer of the, of the podcast. <laughs> And uh, when, uh, when the podcast is over, I play the podcast music and we say our goodbyes. So, Scott, thank you so much again. Three years in the making or whatever. Ten years in the making. Appreciate it.
1: We'll do it again in three years, Stephen. Thank
0: you. Another three years? Well, I'll start the next Decentralized HQ Trivia. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome, buddy. All right. Thanks. Love you, man. Thanks for having me. Take care. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode with Scott. Follow him on Twitter at Scott Rogowski and check out all the YouTube links in the show notes for all of his hilarious content. If you're a new listener, well, oh, thank you very much for stopping by. I hope you drop by again sometime. If you can, you can check out all the old episodes at www.stevenwskinner.com or find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the Pod Zone. All right, remember, re- ratings and reviews, unnecessary. Uh, if you like podcast Twitter accounts, check out at FOTSPOD on Twitter. If you like regular Twitter accounts, check out at SkinnerSteven on Twitter. And that's where I do the Twitters. Special thanks to Ruby Coast to the music. Special thanks to Kyle I. Davidson for the theme. And special thanks to you for listening. I am Stephen W. Skinner. Have a great one!